This podcast is about my personal journey with therapy. But before I get into the therapy side of things, I want to prelude this conversation with a little bit of my history, a little bit of the the nitty gritty and the, the rough edges that led me to therapy in the first place. And I think a good place for me to start would be back at primary school, at about year eight, when I felt the most amount of pressure I had ever felt in my life up until that point. So let me paint a picture for you. I'm 13 years old. I'm in the last sort of two to three weeks of primary school, you know. Been here for eight years. I've been like the king of this place. I've won everything. I've been the head of the the student council and the enviro group and I've been the head techie and played guitar and rugby and athletics and cross country and I'd built myself up to be this sort of the student that a lot of the other students admired, that the teachers would admire and also place pressure on to do more. And in this last two to three weeks of primary school, my teachers gave me one last little thing to do to add to the workload that I was already experiencing. And that was to do the final speech at prize giving which by itself wasn't so much of a big deal. I didn't really have any sort of fear with speaking in front of large groups of people, but it was the combined load of all of these things that I'd placed on myself and that teachers had placed on me that meant that having to do the speech caused me to just completely break down. And I remember being in class and having to leave and just crying in the corridor because it was all too much. And looking back at it now, I just I feel sad that as a 13-year-old, I got to a point where I was so stressed out that I literally broke down and sobbed. And that was probably the first defining moment in my life where I would place my own health and well-being aside while I tried to live up to the expectations that my teachers had for me, that perhaps my peers had for me, and that I certainly had on myself And this sort of mindset of needing to be the best, of being extremely competitive, extremely externally driven towards achievement and accolades and people's positive affirmations, this has been something that has stuck with me my whole life. But it was certainly bred out of those primary school years and of the pressure that I put on myself and I think... Not meaning to do any harm, but I think my teachers did certainly place some of that on myself as well. So all of this has been bubbling around inside me for the last 24 years, (laughs) this need to to achieve and to be seen to be achieving. That was so important to me, to be seen by other people to be doing things. And yeah, fast forward to this year and I get into a relationship. And wow, suddenly this brings up like a whole lot of stuff that I haven't had to deal with for about three years since my last serious relationship. And the the huge, huge problem I was facing this year was that I was terrified of being stuck in a relationship that meant I wasn't able to pursue the path I thought I should be following. I thought that by being in a relationship with someone else, that they would stop me from doing things or 
that the relationship wouldn't work out and then you know one of us would get hurt or she would get hurt and all of these things are sort of percolating and I know that they were affecting her because she said so we had conversations about it and we both knew that I was probably at a point where I did need to talk to a professional because up until this point I sort of I've done a lot of sort of self-work I've been really into exploring myself and and sort of analyzing why I think the way I do but I think you reach a point where you do need an objective opinion on certain things because you find yourself sounding like a little bit of an echo chamber where things are just going around and around in your head and you can't make heads or tails of of why you're feeling certain ways so into 2022 this year I'm in a relationship and I'm like, oh shit, I feel trapped. I feel worried that I'm I'm not doing what I need to be doing. I'm not achieving what I need to be doing. There's all of this stuff from my childhood where I felt like I was the best and I needed to be the best. And suddenly I'm faced with this huge amount of angst and anxiety. So into the therapist, into my therapy journey, I was like, you know what? I need to see someone about this. And I'm not going to lie, I did initially feel a little bit of unease about seeing a therapist because I was like, you know what, I'm not bad enough to see a therapist, you know, I don't really need help, Uh, I can work through this myself. I was telling myself all of these stories that maybe you tell yourself as well, you know, that there's a certain shame with going to see a therapist to admit that your mental health perhaps isn't what it what it should be. That's not to say that we need to be happy all the time. That's also completely not acceptable. We we shouldn't believe that we need to be happy all the time. Uh, We're humans and we experience an array of emotions, but certainly my default state was one of angst and anxiety, and I needed to see someone about it. So I was like, right, Jordan, pull yourself together, mate. Get on the internet. Let's find a therapist. So I did a bit of Google searching and... I eventually found someone that could sort of help out with the things I wanted help with. Help with anxiety and existentialism and relationships, etc. So I went and saw this psychologist and she was brilliant. We managed to work through a couple of things. But after two or three sessions, I felt like it wasn't quite the right fit. So I did a little Google search again and then found another therapist and then went to see her instead. And this relationship worked out far better. And that's the key thing to note if you're thinking about going on your own uh, journey with a therapist or with a psychologist is to be patient with the process. Uh, Sometimes you just won't gel with the person so it's important that you persevere and find someone that clicks because you need to be vulnerable, you need to be able to feel comfortable enough talking to the other person about about certain things. So I was like, cool, I'm going to go see this therapist And I remember walking into her office and feeling quite calm, actually, quite at peace. And I'd sit down in the chair opposite her. And she just gently prompted me on what brought me there. Why did I want to come see a therapist? And that sort of set the tone for a lot of our conversations. It was very much the therapist facilitating and asking little probing questions that meant that I was able to find a lot of the own answers myself. And I would often leave therapy feeling 
quite exhausted, quite ripped open because I was sort of exploring all of these things that I hadn't explored since, you know, perhaps I was a child. I hadn't explored for that long. So you do feel a little bit wounded walking out of therapy sometimes. And I was sort of walking around feeling like an untethered balloon, just sort of floating around in the breeze with (laughs) no real sense of being grounded. And that was the key thing moving forward. I realized that after every therapy session, I needed to find a way to come back to my body through my breath, through doing body scans so that I wasn't quite so wayward, volatile and irritable for the few days after therapy. You may find this out for yourself if you're doing it. Everyone reacts differently, but I certainly needed to be grounded after a therapy session. So after a couple of months of of doing therapy, I'd learned some really cool key takeaways. One of them being, and this is something that I'm still like in a bit of awe over, is that I realized that a lot of these things that I thought were of value to me, a lot of these thoughts and morals I thought were important to me weren't actually my thoughts and morals. My thoughts were not actually my thoughts. And what I mean by that is that my perceived value on external affirmations and of achievement, that was certainly something that was probably more important to my teachers and certainly... It's been a generational thing in my family as well to be high achievers, to be seen as being the best or be seen as as doing things. And now as a 24-year-old, for the first time in my life, I realized that external achievement isn't so important to me. It's not actually my value. It's been the value that I've been surrounded by my whole life, so I just accepted it as my own. And over the last few weeks, I've had so many like eureka moments where I'm like, oh my God, this thought isn't actually my thought. My behavior that I'm demonstrating right now is actually something that my teachers used to do or my parents used to do or their parents used to do. And it's been like this phenomenal self-awakening of realizing that I'm just sort of a bit of a Frankenstein of all of the different values of the people that were around me when I grew up. And so much of it has to do with the sort of inputs we were getting as children. And as a 24-year-old now, I feel like I'm just discovering myself for the first time where I'm digging a little bit deeper and realizing that my values are quite different to what I thought they were. And that has been so so liberating and so freeing to be able to really work out who Jordan is to work out what he actually values and to realize that being seen to be achieving things and having to be the best isn't actually as important to me as I'd thought for the last quarter century so that was a huge takeaway from therapy And I said to my therapist, look, I want to put these sessions on pause because I've got all these really cool, useful tools that you've given me. I just want to work on them for a few months. So as of this podcast, I've actually stopped therapy as of a couple of weeks ago. And now I'm just going to start a process of implementing these things that I've learned about myself. And I said to my therapist, hey, look, um, you know, life is full of ebb and flows. I may need to come and see you again. And that's a really a key message 
for, for those of you that are listening, that if you are going on a therapy journey, just don't expect that after going to see a therapist for a few times that you're miraculously going to be cured of, of anything or that you're going to suddenly feel at peace. Life is a, is a long game and the journey of self-discovery is one that, that never truly ends. So the therapy really helps to, to supplement that and to support that. And it may be something that you need to come to multiple times in your life. And I'm fully aware and encouraging myself to go back if I need to. So in conclusion, (laughs) I am still very, very much in the trenches. I, I will never reach a point where I am free from some of these thoughts that go on in my mind. I'm accepting of that now. I'm at peace that I can let these thoughts come into my mind, but I don't have to hook into them. I can remain indifferent to some of these things that percolate through my mind. And that has been hugely rewarding and releasing for me to not hold on so tightly to everything, to not take myself so seriously. It's really breathed new life into life to just go with the natural flow and to think less about God's business, about the the business of the universe, to think less about other people's business and about how they view me and to place the utmost importance on my own business of really learning to understand myself because in doing that, I'm also going to be a far better person to be around. You know, I'm going to be far more loving, far more attentive, far more present with my partner, with my parents, with my family and friends. And and that rubs off, you know, those positive vibrations rub off to the people around us as well. So if you're thinking about going to see a therapist, people, if you're listening to this and thinking, you know what, there are some things that I want to to, to unpick or, or to talk to someone about, then I can 1,000% recommend that you go and see someone. Please be patient with yourself. Please be patient with the process of finding a therapist. It is totally worth it. And enjoy the journey. There are going to be ups. There are going to be downs. There's going to be a whole spectrum of ugly emotions that you didn't realize you had, but Despite the challenge, it is worth it. And in fact, the challenge makes it worth it. So go and enjoy yourselves, guys. If you need to see a therapist, just go do it. If you have any questions or comments or queries about anything I've talked about today, um, just simply flick me a message on my Instagram account at Jordan Bez. I hope that my message, that my story has helped just a couple of you today in finding a little piece of your jigsaw puzzle. <laughs>